bam, and you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad, I'm broad, I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm broad, said I'm broad, said I'm broader than Broadway, and I'm diddling, 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 diddling myself. And it feels so good. Oh, your sauce will mix with ours and will make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Wood. Da. Hello and good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. How are you, my lovers? How are you? Hi and good evening, good afternoon, my sweet, sweet lovers. It's award season, so I'm dressed as such because I haven't yet gotten any awards from the big five or what is it? Tony, four. I I haven't. I'm not an EGOT yet, but I am dressed like one. So hello and welcome to Tuesday's show. I'm so excited to uh, tell you all about my week and also a couple of news stories. Let's get started, shall we? Thanks. Uh, well, first off, I just want to thank everybody who came uh, into my, who came <laughs> this week, who were in my DMs and congratulating me and saying, you know, break legs on the callback. Uh, it's a fantastic thing to be wanted as an actor. It really is. It really, really is. You you know what I'm talking about. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that chimed in and wished me luck and thanks. And I'll let you know what's going on. Uh, secondly, let's chat about uh, a thing called trust. A thing called trust in relationships regarding Gen X people and the older millennial types and a few stragglers from there. I sent a handful of people, some questions regarding what their turn-ons were, turn-offs were, why they thought if trust was an issue with relationships right now, if it was because maybe they had no trust with their families. It was a very intense list of questions, and I was happy to get a lot of answers back. And the sad, the sad thing is, my friends, and I know you already kind of know this, but uh, the sad part is everyone has a really, really hard time with trust. We all have such a hard time trusting that people are telling us the truth. It's like we have to have fucking faith that like what we say our friends will take to heart and and think, okay, that's right. They're they're being honest with me. Instead, I think a lot of us got screwed over as kids, unfortunately, and I'm giving you a hug right now because I know, oh gosh, that child time, it's very hard for a lot of us. A lot of us raised by single parents. Uh, my mom's going to come through any moment I can feel her. Anyway, <laughs> but not gaining the trust from the people that are supposed to take care of you and you're supposed to trust the most. Oh my God, it like stabs you forever to have a trust for anybody else, right? Well, that's what I'm finding out. I had this idea in my own head and heart, but then I asked a few more people this week and yep. Uh, Speaking of trust and relationships, let's chat just quickly, quickly about Pete Davidson. What a, an adorable little guy. 
Yeah, he's adorable. But uh, he's got some stuff going on where maybe he's not able to trust. I feel like, oh my gosh, Pete. Uh, Pete and, and Eric. And, you know, there's a lot of guys that we use first names with that we feel like we're on first name basis with. But we're not. But we feel like we are because we know all about their lives. And when Pete Davidson and Ice Spice... He on munch. He ate it for lunch. You know, if you don't know, you got to go look it up. But they were supposedly fucking last week. That was like the big thing. And let me tell you about the Internet. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm losing my clothes. Actually, the algorithm would probably love that. Do you know that the algorithm goes up on my page when I have my tatas out? Tatas. I, it makes sense, but it's fucking sad, isn't it? 2023, well, we're losing rights left and right. They're banning drag shows and drag story time. And there was a meme posted. I know I'm getting a little off kilter here, but there was a meme posted this week that said, you grew up with drag and you don't even know it. And it had like pictures of Mrs. Doubtfire and it had pictures of cartoons that we all know and love. Bugs Bunny. I often speak on Bugs Bunny, and I have since I lived in Albuquerque, his wrong turn. I will speak on Bugs Bunny for the rest of my life. What a fucking kook. What a killer dude. What a disguise maven. He was a maven of disguises, but he especially loved to dress as a lady. And he would he would fool all the other cartoon characters into thinking that he was a lady and he did a great job. And we all looked at him when we were little and we were like, damn, that was great. The way he outsmarted a Yosemite Sam with that dress on. I knew it was Bugs, but Yosemite, he doesn't know because he's got his mind on his bullets and it's bullets on his mind. Come on. Anyway, I feel for Pete Davidson because why? I feel for him because all he's known for is his big dick. And we as women understand, listen, I put the tatas out because I know algorithm, but also it's like a cheap shot. It's a, it's a low hanging fruit. It's a ball sack. You know what I mean? Right here, just a testiculus. And I'm not afraid uh, to put him out there, but I don't want to do the only fans. Did I sound like Cosby? I don't want to do the OnlyFans. Uh, but Pete Davidson, this boy, who all we think about is his dick. I mean, his comedy, sure. I, you know, I, it's, I couldn't tell you a joke right now. My favorite joke that I heard on the internet this week, it's an internet joke. And I'm going to tell it to you because I fucking loved it. And I'm going to share it with you and you're going to love it. Doctors found eight toy horses in a man's rectum yesterday. They say he's in stable condition. Shut up. That was just some that was just for fun. That was just for fun and funniness. But really, Pete Davidson, I'm sending you my love, darling, because you know, what I mean, maybe it's different for a dude where he's like, "Yeah, I'm known from a big dick." But he's a comic, so I know he wants to be known for comedy as well. Cuz I'm I know. Pete, I'm sending you my love. And I spice Sure, she's cute, long as you go down on her and then she write another song about it. Write a song about it, want to hit, hit goes. All right, and, and shout out to the Living Color in helping us all get some laughter as children. Subway story, ready? All right, so uh, there was a guy on the subway this week. Well, let's let's preface it. There was a, sh- a shooting 
on the New York City subway uh, last week, a week before. It was a, there was a shooting. There was a, an altercation with a couple of dudes, and they and one of the dudes broke out a gun and shot, uh, and then fled. And they'd been they'd been looking for him ever since. Well, they found him, and he was a comedian, a comedian shot in the sub, a comedian. And I was like, well, that's not funny. And uh, and he. Uh, was supposed to show up for a spot later that night, but he was out shooting people on the subway. Well, he was he got into an altercation with one person, and then he decided he was from Albuquerque all of a sudden, and he shot, and then he fled, and he didn't make it to his comedy spot later that night. And I don't think he's the real comic, and here's me talking shit right now, because he was playing at LOL Comedy Club. I'm sorry, what? Where? And the owner of LOL didn't even let his face be shown. He was like, well, I know he did not come to his spot. He did not show up for his spot. I mean, his voice was very recognizable. I don't know him, but I do know that a comedian shot on the subway. Listen, usually comedians, when we're shooting on the subway, we're shooting like a, a sketch or a skit for a little comedy. Anyway. I've got real fur on. I hope someone comes by and throws some blood on me today. So let's continue on the subway talk, shall we? Your gal. You know me. I talk to everybody. And usually if somebody is making like a thing at me where I can see them kind of trying to get my attention, I will take my headphones off because a lot of times I'll wear the headphones because it's loud. And people people watch TV now on their phones and they have it blasting. And I'm like, I don't need to hear your fucking TV. But I realize what I don't mind. If it's in a different language, you could scream it all through the train. I don't give a fuck because it doesn't interfere with my language. English. Anyway, so I'm on the train and this guy, there's a black guy across from me on the smaller seats. We're like facing each other on the end of the, the car. And I start to bring out my notebook, which has all these different phases of the moon on it. And by the way, happy full moon, witches and bitches and warlocks out there. I uh, I have this phase of the moon notebook. And the dude, he was like, hey, hey. Like he looked like I was about to do a fucking devil worship uh, ritual and burn a, a, a goat on the on the F train. I wasn't. I was I was going to write some comedy because that's what I do. Comedy writer, how you doing? An actor, how you doing, man? Anyway, he's like making these gestures towards my notebook, like a very negative gesture. So I pull the headphones out, and I'm like, dude, what is it? What? And he goes, uh, he goes, that book, that book. And I was like, what? What do you think? This is a witch book? Do you think this book is filled with spells, and I'm about to write a spell and put it on you right now? Because... I am, and I was laughing. And he goes, yeah, I, I, I don't want you to do that. He got very, very frightened and nervous from me being hilarious. And I go, come on, man, I'm not going to do that. And I go, what are, you, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? I said, I'm a comedian. I'm writing jokes in this book. And he goes, oh, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. And I said, well, you looked really scared when I first busted out the book with all the moons on it. And it looks like you want to tell me something right now. And he goes, no, 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 no. I don't want to tell you anything. Okay. See, for all you white girls listening, I don't have a lot of white girls that listen to this show, but I will say this in passing. For all you white women out there who, who are scared 
just know, unless there's a white man sitting near you, you're the scariest fucking thing on the train. Message. Okay? So, this guy, he, and then he starts flirting with me. And I'm like, is he flirting with me? Because he seems quite angry. He had a whole grill of gold. And I was like, yeah. And he was telling me he's a hard worker. And I'm like, yeah. And he's telling me that he makes a bunch of money. And I'm like, eh. And then he's telling me, well, you, this is what he told me. He goes, you look at me and you think I'm going to rob you. And I was like, you don't know me, sir. You don't know me for shit. Okay. And that's what I told him. And he goes, Oh, what are you trying to say? And I go, I'm trying to tell you that I know that I'm the scariest thing on this fucking train right now. Cause I could say anything. Huh? Message again. I'll give a fuck. You can fucking fuck, fuck them. The lying bitches that are out there doing their fucking damage. I know who you are, you bitches. I'm keeping an eye on you and you cannot, you are not allowed to join the mailing list. You're not invited to the party. <sighs> so I said to him, I don't think you're going to rob me. I figure you're scared of me. And he goes, how did you know? And I go, because I'm fucking here and alive on the planet Earth in standing in America. And I was raised by the right types of people who were talking about Angela Davis shit and fucking Black Panthers early in my life. Don't trust the cops. And he was like, whoa, whoa. And then he goes, well, do you think you would ever be with somebody like me? Like somebody like me would you ever be with? And I go, what do you mean? Like a black man? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I don't even care what everybody says. I don't care if anybody even looks over here. And I was like, sir, again, you're not taking me all in, I don't think. Uh, did you hear me say black man very loudly on the train? Whereas most white people are like, black. <laughs> they get so fucking freaked out. I'm like, hi, human, human, human. Not treated uh, the best, treated really too well. You know what I mean? Let's fucking be honest, friends, neighbors. Am I in a shadow here? I don't even care. It's like a, it's a very, it's a very dramatic show today. So I told him, I said, listen, you don't know me. I said, I used to live with a black man. He was my boyfriend. First guy I ever lived with black man. And I don't have to prove anything to this fool, but I did want to tell him the truth. And then he says to me, he goes, write this down. And I was like, write what down? And he goes, my phone number. He was so aggressive about it. I, I did. And you know, a lot of people look at me and they go, Jess, why would you write down a phone number of a stranger who's yelling at you at the train? I said, I don't know. I figured it was easier to write down the phone number than to have him continue to yell at me. So there you go. That was my logic. But listen, you're also talking to a lady or listen to a lady talk. Really? You're not, I'm not letting you have a word in edgewise, but let me tell you, let me tell you something. I am a lady who, when she was a teenager, I've been living by myself since I'm 15, but when, when I was a teenager, the phone rang, and this is how fucking old I am. The phone rang. I was sick at home. I happened to be at home one day. I think I was about 17 or 18 years old by myself in my own apartment in Hollywood. Pick up the phone. Hello? Hi, this is a collect call from, because I'm so old, the operator still was in business. Like, bitches still had jobs answering and, and connect. Butter, Butterfield 4, please hold. A Butterfield 9. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it was, I mean, I don't know what that means, but that was something from the old 
olden days. And now this operator, hello, we have a collect call from, or I was in Los Angeles, she goes, collect call from, and then a man's voice, or a boy's voice, really, it was a young man, came on the other side and he goes, Marcel. And I was like, okay. And the the operator connects us and he comes on the line. He's like, hello? And I said, hello? And he said, I can't believe you answered. I can't believe you accepted the charges. And I said, Marcel, that's your name? And he said, yeah. And I said, Marcel, I'm home. I'm sick. I'm bored. What are you, are you in jail right now? And he goes, I am, I am locked up. I am. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to start this relationship off in lies. And I was like, ooh, relationship, stand by. Now, I'd already been pen pals. I'll give you a little background if you don't already know. I'd already been pen pals with many, many cholos. <laughs> I love a criminal. I don't love a criminal. I don't know why. I think it's because my mother, she loved the criminal. My mother, she coming to the guy. He be with the gun. He be with the bash her face. He be pa, pa. She be, oh, oh. He be my favorite. So I think it come from my mother. I don't want to blame people, but I just have to. So, uh. I've already, I'd already had some pen pals, if you will. As my mom would say, Jesse, why do you have so many numbers next to the addresses from your friends? And I'd go, figure it out, you criminal lover. <laughs> and then she'd, oh, oh dear. So Marcel and I became very close. And then he asked me, well, we had had many, you know, we planned out then we scheduled our collect call, his collect calls from prison. And I gave him my address, which a lot of my friends were like, don't give a man in jail your address. And I was like, listen, he told me he's innocent. <laughs> he told me he's innocent. So I don't, and I don't appreciate the justice system here, especially for young black men in America. So I'm on his side and shut up. What do you think he's going to come murder me when he gets out of jail? I don't think so. This is Marcel. He's a nice man. So Marcel and I had a very lovely pen pal relationship. He was in prison in, um, Selmar, Selmar, I can't remember, Silmar, I can't remember where the prison it was, where he was, and uh, we wrote each other, he sent me pictures of himself, I know, and you know those jail pictures, oh, it's just, there's nothing like it, if you're not watching, I'm fanning myself right now, because it does get me <laughs> I love a jail picture, that when they're crouching, ah, oh, the crouch, perhaps a, uh, an airbrush background of palm trees, which they haven't gotten to see in a while. But there's that airbrush background for them to pose in front of. Hey, maybe a little lunge. Oh, yeah. So Marcel sent me some photographs of him. And in his letter, he wrote, I know you are looking at these photographs and you are thinking to yourself, what a large youngster. And I was. I thought, oh, Marcel, you're so large for a youngster i did i was like marcel stop it you're making me crazy and i can't wait to see you when we get when you get out and i was trying to make a date y'all i was trying to make a date with marcel but marcel apparently marcel got out and he did not get in touch with me i felt sad i was like marcel what happened i thought we had a 
loving relationship. Well, I had made friends with a couple of the other guys inside because they were on the same phone call as Marcel a couple times because they had asked me to invite over some girlfriends for them to talk to and maybe they could get a pen pal out of it. And I did. Motherfuckers, I'm a lover, okay? I am a lover. In this industrial prison complex bullshit where most people are fucking innocent anyway, and this was not a violent crime that Marcel was in. Marcel! I think he had a little crack on him or something. He was dealing a little crack on the corners. That's something innocent. <laughs> innocent crack dealer. Anyway, Marcel. And I have not called the man from the train. No, I have not called the man from the train. I, and I, listen, stop it. Hey, speaking of the trust thing, let me know if you would like to answer those questions that I sent to a handful of people, please. All right, now I'm going to talk about a couple movies, okay? You ready? I'm talking about a couple movies. Motherfucker. All right, I saw a movie that made me very angry last week, and then I saw a movie this week that made me very excited. Okay, let's talk about the angry one. Pinocchio. You can shove that nose up your own ass, Pinocchio, okay? And I don't care. I don't care. You can tell me, you're so uncouth, Jess. That was my mom's voice. I don't Mom, you taught me. Pinocchio? First of all, I got some questions, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it even a dramedy? Is it a musical? Is it for children? There's a fuck of a lot of death in there if it's for children. And why reimagine it? It's another fucking story that we all know, front to back, Pinocchio. I prefer the porn version. Pornocchio. Eh, eh, where you know what grows. Shh, quiet. Anyway, I hated it, hated it, and I don't recommend it to anyone unless you'd like to spend two plus hours trying to figure shit out and going like, I don't give a fuck. Light him on fire. This boy of wood makes me very cross. Make a cross out of him. Bitch ass fucking Pinocchio. <laughs> he didn't go to the donkey place. He didn't get a, a cigar. Like there was shit that I was like, I don't like the, the reimagining of shit. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I hated the Quentin Tarantino once upon a time in America. Fucking bullshit. Reimagines Sharon Tate's murder. The bitch was murdered, slaughtered, helter-skelter style. Let it go. It's a great story as is. I mean, it's tragic and it's horrifying and it's horrifying. But it's, but it, Manson? Manson. What a, what an amazing man. It was about the war. What? Oh, about the war. Right. It was about the war. You know what? I don't care. I was still confused and I still didn't like it. But thank you for telling me what it was about. I do appreciate my loves uh, giving me a little bit of insight into things because no, I wanted to leave and I was at a screening. <clears throat> Fancy. I know. But no, let's talk about the one that fucking made me like I, okay, it's getting a lot of hype and I don't want to hype it more because uh, because it's flavor flaves. <laughs> flavor. Don't believe the hype. Uh, it's a sequel. It's it's not a sequel. This this particular movie, thank you for being with me. And I know I do go a little odd sometimes and I just thank you for being here. Uh, this movie 
Watched it last night. Had a very hard time sleeping after. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Have you watched it yet? I won't give you any spoilers because <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't know how. It's so, it's like I took a sheet of acid and sat in my room by myself and imagined what life is really about and that it's got to be more than just death and taxes and laundry. But let me just say, this movie, as opposed to Pinocchio, took me on an adventure for over two hours to, to multiverses. Uh, there was the guy from uh, uh, the guy, the actor. I should have written it. He, uh, Quan Lee. I forget his fucking name. Anyway, he from Goonies. Data from Goonies starring with Michelle Yeoh. It was so good. Anyway, very psychedelic, very psychedelic. And I, I do recommend if you go to watch it, eat just a little teeny bit of mushroom. I really recommend just a, just a, a micro micro because I really believe that something, it, the movie is so deep and brings you to such a place in yourself of hopefully acceptance. I mean, that's what I got out of it was like either you this movie, either you off yourself now and you get the fuck out of Dodge and out of this universe, or you accept and and sit in such gratitude for everything that you have that everything is uh, all at once. Yeah. Death, taxes, laundry, family, relationships. What are we looking at and thinking to ourselves, ugh, this again? Or, ugh, why did I do this? What choice? Why did I make this choice? This movie makes you think about what would have happened if you would have made different choices in your life and then the outcomes and what it would be like. But really, where are we now? It's very deep for me. For me, it was very deep. Pinocchio, suck my Pinocchio. But everything... Everywhere, it should have been everything, taxes, everywhere, death, all at once, laundry. Break it down, suck a tash. Oh my God, I love, I love you. That I really do. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm very, I do have things written down. I just want to put my love in front of this really fast before I tell you about the condoms that they developed for anal sex. Um, I have had anal sex before. Thanks for asking. Only a couple of times because each time, I don't, I don't think I do it right. It's so disgusting. And I, and you know, I asked my gay friends and my friend, my straight friends who love anal. And I ask them, I say, what, 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 what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? And they always ask me, did you clean? Did you clean up down there? <laughs> you got to clean up down there. And I'm like, you mean like a full on, like a ninema, like a ninema? And they go, yeah, like a ninema. And I go, mm, no, I never 
did that. And they said, well, that's probably why. And one time it was in the dark, in a darkened bathroom. I was with a boyfriend. It was a, a drunken time at a bar in the middle of a town we'd never been to and we'd never go back. And thank God we'd never go back because we left shit smears, schmear, shit smears. Oh, I'm sorry if anybody's eating breakfast. Shit smears on the mirrors is not a good look for the bathroom. I can't imagine who went in after us. Oh, my God. Oh. Anyway, they've developed a new... <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me. They've developed a new condom... Not that anyone cares. This is what I, when I read this, I was like, you know, no one uses regular condoms, FDA. And I try to tell people like, you should probably wrap it up. Like there's a lot going on. In in Los Angeles, they had billboards. You know this. If you live there, you've seen this. Billboards that say syphilis tsunami. Come on, wrap it up, guys. So, and gals, and gals, be a little bit more tough on these guys and just make up. You know, I had a guy say to me, um, we don't have to use a condom. I've been with the same girl for three years. And I said back to him, well, I haven't. And I think if you have a girl in the bed and she doesn't want you to wear a condom, ugh, I don't mean to talk shit, but she's got, maybe she doesn't have the best self-esteem. That's all. Because guess what? You don't want to get preggers. You don't want to get a diseaser. Ugh. And so what I say, FDA, here's here's my two cents for the FDs. Uh, how about we don't develop any new condoms? How about we develop some more vaccines or medicines to help with, I don't know, AIDS, gonorrhea, herpes. There's a super gonorrhea. That's so that is killing people. So, you know, when people say like, I hate condoms. Well, do you like death? Because that could come for you really quickly if you don't want to wrap it up. Or like you want to have a big old willy lump lump on your willy? Ew. If I am going to go down on you, I'm going to do some major investigation. And I think you should too. And then if we're going to insert things into each other, Mm, well, like Patrice O'Neill says, guys don't use dental dams. And I've, I, don't, I don't think I've ever sucked a dick with a condom on it. So FDA, let's work on some other stuff to work on first. Before the condom for anal sex, which no one's wearing I hate to break this to the FDA. They should know. These facts are sad facts. But that's a facts. Uh, and that, my friends, is the end of our show today. That's right. I'm ending. I have to end right on time today because why? Uh, because, um, I have a second callback for the play. Ah! I know I have a second callback for the play and I got to sing. That's right. Did you know I sang? I know. I mean, I couldn't tell you if I was like a tenor or a, or a baritone or what, you know, so what did I sing? You ask, you're so cute. Uh, I sang a blind faith, uh, uh, you know, that one just ain't got the time, you know, oh, you you want me to sing it for you right now? Oh God, you're so cute. Okay. Uh, um, 
Well, uh, <laughs> I can't think of the words. You're in, you're in a loss. And anyway, nobody tunes in here to see me sing. Uh, but I'm near the end and I just ain't got the time. And I'm wasted and I can't find my way home. Sing it with me. Can't find my way. <laughs> Fucking coming for me. Do you hear that? All right. It's time to go. And I love you. Thanks for hanging in there. And listen, all I ask of you, my sweet darling friends and lovers and ex-lovers and new friends, please just share my show. All you have to do is use that little arrow thing next to the show and uh, share it to your stories. Tag me at Get Wood. It helps my algorithm. It helps my ego. It helps me all around. And I thank you so much. And anything that I can do to help you, uh, let me know. And please DM me with any ideas for any news stories that you'd like to hear or anything like that, because I do appreciate when you send me stories to talk about. It is such a thrill. It's a thrill to be with you always, and I appreciate your time and your ears and your smiles. I hope you got a few today. It felt weird today. I don't know why. Maybe because of the moon or the, uh, I don't know. Maybe because of the awards outfit on. Oh, titties. All right. Love you. That's that, right? I think that's a full thing. <laughs> hey, be good to yourself. And be good to each other, and that way we can all be a better, uh, find a better way. Oh, now I'm just going to sing the whole time. Searching. I love you. I'll talk to you next time. Oh, we got to talk about uh, the police are getting trained. Um, They're smoking weed and driving so that they can understand what it's like when you're stoned and you're driving. And... I want to hang out in the area where the cops are getting stuck. Where, who, what? Is this Up in Smoke? Is this the last season? Is this the last scene of Up in Smoke where he's like, I'm starving. Shit schmears. I love you so much. I'll talk to you next week. Let me know if you need anything to be talked about. And your friend Jess will talk about it. Thanks so much. Oh, this was a ground score. What? I know. You guys, I love you, love you, love you. I love you, love you, love you. I mean it, mean it, mean it, and I mean it. I love you. Bye. I love you.